Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So this is a very interesting, I suppose it was an article that you sent me during the week all about buying shares in songs. So tell us a bit more about this. Yeah, so when I saw that initially, like my neurons just completely <laughs> fired up into overdrive. I was like, whoa, what's this? It's exciting. So, <laughs> I know. So it's um, the platform is called Jukebox, JKBX. And it's a music royalty trading platform, which launched on the 12th of September. And it looks like it's going to be transformative in bringing together music and investing. But this time it's investing by super fans of artists and super fans of songs. So what it looks like is a website where you can go on and you can pick a song and you can decide that you will buy shares in the royalty, the potential royalty streaming revenue of that song. Mm -hmm. So you pick your track and then you have a look at the share price and only a certain amount of shares are offered per track. They've got a really decent um, amount of songs considering that it is only a new launch and they have songs by Beyonce, Sean Mendes, um, U2 and other artists like One Republic and uh, Diplo. So it's quite the, the genre is quite wide, even though there's only 24 tracks. Would the artists the have to be behind it? Would they have to agree to it? So we don't actually know that. And it has not been stated in the press as such, right? Okay. But I went down a rabbit hole with each one of these tracks. And the connector I found with all of these was a guy called Ryan Tedder, mm-hmm. who is very well known in the music industry for writing and producing with some of the biggest artists in the world. So when I went into some of the song tracks in details, for example, Leona Lewis, like she would not be um, on my Spotify list. But when I went into the track, there are 7,055 shares available at 28 euros a share, which is a reasonable price for anyone who's a super fan. And the songwriter is Jesse McCartney. And Ryan Tedder is credited with being a songwriter on the track recorded by Leona Lewis. Mm-hmm. So when I looked again, I found a track by U2, Every Breaking Wave. And obviously on Every Breaking Wave, the, the guys in U2 are credited. Mm-hmm. When you go into detail and you have a look at the share price. So the share price is only 21.73. So U2 are commanding a lower share price and there's only 5,000 shares available. When we go into the credits, Ryan Tedder is credited on that track as a songwriter. He's a smart boy. He is a smart boy. So every single one of these tracks has his name on it mm-hmm. in some form or the other. Mm-hmm. And the average price seems to be about $28 a share. So I just think it's absolutely transformative and phenomenal that I can, if one of my favourite artists was to launch a track onto this platform, that I can have shares in that track for loyalty revenue streaming. Now, I don't really care about the loyalty revenue part. I just care about the superfan part. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine there would be lots of superfans out there who would be similarly minded. It's great that there's like 5,000 shares, 7,000 shares, um, 10,000 shares available per track because it means more people can have a slice of the action. What's it likely to look like then going forward? If I was to kind of explain it on the back of an envelope, I'd say it's kind of like Spotify, except it's kind of like Shareify. So, you know, if you play a song on Spotify 60 million times, you can actually buy a share in that song and benefit from somebody 
streaming it 60 million times. Wow. Okay. That's what it feels like to me. Now, yeah. That's not a technical explanation, <laughs> but it kind of, it feels to me like that to, to me emotionally. Interesting. So, for you know, so if you think of like Mr. Brightside, one of the most streamed songs on um, Spotify. So if you were to buy shares in that, every time somebody streamed it, you would get like a tiny share, but you wouldn't really care about the share. You'd care about the fact that you had a share in Mr. Brightside. Yeah, you've a part in history, I suppose. Yes. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, as more releases come to the market and as people release early tracks. So if you got wind that there was going to be a Taylor Swift release, on this platform and you could get access to that. It'd be like a pre-sale. Mm. So you do you it was think, going to be huge. Do you think then it's likely to grow and, and more people jump on board and get involved in it? Well, judging by the amount of money that they've raised and the individuals who are yeah. behind it, I think it's absolutely destined to be massive. Because we were already talking about massive. Ryan Tedder there a few weeks ago and he had teamed up with, I think it was Snoop Dogg on something else to do with streaming and music. He He's really kind of embracing new technology and Web3, isn't he? He is definitely, he is absolutely at the forefront of it. Mm-hmm. But he surrounded himself with people who are similarly minded. Yes. And, you know, when you look at how many millions of music rights are there out there, you know, it's just phenomenal the potential of this. It'd be interesting so to I just see where it, it ends up and where it grows to. Well, with the like the people they have behind it are just market leaders. Like they have Scott Cohen, mm-hmm. who founded the Orchard, and he's got like six or seven different music ventures behind him. I think he was the innovation manager for Warner Brothers for a few years. Um, they have, you know, some people's sources suggest that Live Nation YouTube. Spotify have already invested in it mm-hmm. and it's had a 1.7 billion music rights exclusively secured according to its press releases already mm-hmm. so if they've secured rights of 1.7 billion before the release then it can only go one way like it's it's going to be like a huge a share version of Spotify I think yeah Wow. Yeah, but it's really exciting. It's exciting to see. to see. Yeah, it's exciting to see yeah. what what's going to come of it and also what's going to lead off of it. Yeah, we're going to have to keep an eye on that one. You also mentioned to me about the Aphex Twins. Yeah, so Aphex Twin. Now, I'm not really sure how you would describe Aphex Twin, you know, apart from, you know, electronic artists, conceptual artists, um, highly rated innovators in the DJ space. I, you know, they're they're really good guys. I've never seen them live, but um, I've heard them loads and loads of times. Like they're kind of always on in the background somewhere in this house. But anyway, <laughs> so they did something that caught my eye because my guys did a version of this years ago, a very early version on an Imagine Dragons album. So the way it works is that you release an album or a piece of artwork that you have to buy in hard copy. So you have to buy the CD or the vinyl. I love that. And there's with- a QR code on it. Mm-hmm. And when you click on the QR code, certain elements of the album come to life in augmented reality. Excellent. So when we did it, we had really limited functionality on the software that we were using. And we had these dragons kind of came up in the middle of your kitchen table for like 20 or 30 seconds. And that was in the early days. But now what Aphex Twin have done is they've really invested in this experience. So they released an EP and on the EP is this code. And when you hold your phone up to the code, the, this interactive experience comes up and it's based on the different tracks from the EP. And it's like an enhanced, extended, augmented reality experience. And it goes on like for like two or three minutes every time you use it. And it brings like a really 
it's really kind of um it feels kind of like something you'd see in an art festival in berlin it's really edgy and trendy it's not predictable it's really beautiful it goes with the music so you really do get like a full 360 immersive experience from it mm-hmm. it brings you closer to the artist you don't pay any extra for the ep and you have it on your phone then so wherever you go you can share it it's very clever I love that. And I love yeah. that they're kind of thinking outside the box as well with something pretty and nice and and just interesting. As you say, that you're going to be like, oh, look what I have. Can I show you this? And that's kind of what yeah, you want. Yeah. It's like that word of mouth again, bringing that out. Yeah, because you get the whole community thing. And then yeah. the fact that each track is has a part of the augmented reality experience built around it. Mm-hmm. So the story goes with the music. Instead of when you'd look at a video years ago on the telly and you'd be like, that video is amazing. And this this time you've got the music in your phone or on your device or at home. And you've also got the video literally on your device, on your phone at home. That's excellent. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's actually available to download as well. So I wouldn't encourage anyone to go online and just do a search and even just have a look at the video on YouTube of how they've produced it. It's really good. Brilliant. Go to that. Founder of Orb Media, Kerry Sheehan. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Louise.